College Football News Podcast. Welcome in. Nick Shepkowski, Pete Futek with you. Ready to break down the group of five conference championships this weekend. We start in the Sun Belt, Pete. Appalachian State, little old Appalachian State, significant favorite. They are a six and a half point favorite against Louisiana, the Ragin' Cajuns. How's this one going to work out in good old Boone, North Carolina? I am the only person in America that believes in my Raging Cajuns. Billy Napier is one of the hot coaching prospects out there. He should have maybe been the Arizona State head coach. I know Herm Edwards is doing a great job, but Napier is the superstar to build around at a program. He's going to take a next step up gate. This running game is terrific. I know App State's fantastic. I know they do everything right. I know the Georgia Southern offense is a triple option attack. is a different animal, but the run defense is going to have problems. I'm at the very least taking the Raging Cajuns with the points. Okay, that's the way you go in that one. Appalachian State in 11-1 in one season. I, I will, just to be contrarian, I'll go against you. I'll go against Charles Tillman. I'll go with the ranked Appalachian State squad there. MAC yeah, championship, yeah. some MAC action. You and I were discussing it before we started recording this episode. Why do they not play this like the typical MAC action? Why is it not on a Tuesday or Wednesday night playing in their own little arena? I don't know the answer to that question, but that's the way it should be, damn it. Central Michigan, where there were places you could get them as a 75-1 to bet before the season to win the MAC. They're now a seven and a half point favorite, six and a half point favorite over Miami in the MAC championship. The battle for Detroit, the battle for MAC supremacy. How's this one shaping up? With the caveat that I cannot hit a MAC pick to save my life over the last several weeks, the pro- neither of these teams are actually any good. I mean, the Central Michigan beat absolutely nobody somehow in. MAC championship after you know they had the one win over Western Michigan they got the win over Toledo where Toledo just didn't show up last week uh, but give them credit look Jim McElwain talk about guys who are going to get a different gig this guy for all the knocks on him he gets the conference championship games Miami University has absolutely no offense whatsoever. Brett Gabbert in that passing game, no, I don't think so. Uh, slow and go game for the Red Hawks. I'm taking Central Michigan. So you take Central Michigan there. Yeah, I, I, I do too. I Just watching Miami of Ohio a couple times during the week. If that's your conference champion, oh boy, your conference has issues. I like Central Michigan to roll in this one by at least a touchdown. So, yeah, I'm laying the points with them. Going to Conference USA, could it be the final game at Florida Atlantic for one lane? Kiffin, he takes on the upstart UAB program in the title game in Conference USA. What's going to happen in Boca Raton? Problem is, every time I think UAB is just not very good because they beat absolutely nobody, then they actually play somebody, and then they show up and they're fantastic. I, I Florida Atlantic, they're just playing too well. They have too much talent, too much athleticism. UAB's very good. I'm not going to be shocked if UAB wins this. I am I am stumping for Lane Kiffin. I know he's Lane Kiffin, but he's successful wherever he goes. I think he's ready for a bigger gig than Florida Atlantic, although who doesn't want to live in Boca Raton? But first, he wins his second Conference USA Championship in three seasons. Oh, my goodness. I cannot believe you're on board with that. I am fascinated with your thought there. That is... All right. I love myself. You want to be the athletic director whose uh, job's on the line associating yourself with that guy? He's got the best Twitter account of any coach. Okay. Uh, He... He, you know, he wins. He won at Tennessee. He went left it for a bigger game. What happened at the he USC thing? Raw, he got a raw deal at USC because he was the one who took over when you had the Reggie Bush sanctions kicking in. 
he just didn't get along with Pat Hayden. I don't blame Kiffin for that because I'm a Kiffin apologist. And the guy wins games. So, you know what? I, I'll take Kiffin in my program. I, I, I'll i poke the bear a little bit. He's, I like him. I do like the fact that he irritated the absolute hell out of one Nick Saban. And anyone that does that has some respect in my book. And Urban Meyer. Yes. Yeah, you're right about that part. So I he gets respect for me from that. But uh, if I'm an athletic director... I don't always want the pomp and circumstance that follows him there. I do like his team, though, to win this conference uh, USA matchup. couple more to get to here on the College Football News Podcast, previewing the Group of Five championship games, um, and then a debate to be had afterwards from that as well. We'll jump out west to the Mountain West Championship, go to Boise where it's supposed to be rainy, supposed to be cold, and Hawaii comes a calling for Boise State in this one. Is this a, just a is this just a you're happy to be here type of thing for Hawaii, or do they have a chance in less than ideal conditions and, and on the blue turf? When you've got this passing attack, you absolutely have a chance. I the, I think they're gonna have problems with the Bronco pass rush, and I think they're gonna have problems turning the ball over a little bit. Touch, but they seem to have found a groove lately. That that they they are able to combine their quarterbacks, they're able to get a little bit out of the defense, and they're able to do just enough to get by. Uh, it, it's not a lock. That's a lot of points to be given away. Uh, but after losing last year at home, I think Boise State rises up and rocks, and I think they win this game. And going foreshadowing what we're gonna talk about next, I think Boise State goes to your 2019 Cotton Bowl and uh, plays uh, Florida or Penn State. Yeah, we'll get into that here in just a second. I think that this is one of those, maybe it's uh, growing up in the Midwest and always being being told this, this farce that was bear weather, Chicago bear weather, oh, warm weather teams can't come here and play and win. Well, they can if they're better than you, and that's why Bill Walsh would whip the hell out of Mike Ditka in every year that wasn't 1985. But I digress. I think Boise State is too much, and I think that it's one of those for Hawaii that's kind of just a, oh, we're happy to be here, and that this one, that Boise State rolls the victory there as they're going to be looking to, to, to put up points and put up an impressive showing because it's going to be a debate between them and who is favored, at least in the American Championship, and that being Memphis against Cincinnati, a battle of two top 20 teams. What happens in the American Athletic Conference Championship game at uh, 2.30 at Liberty Bowl Stadium in well, Tennessee? Memphis, yeah, if Memphis pulls this off again, they're going. They're going to get in over Boise State if they end up winning this again. Uh, I just don't think they do it. I, I, I've, I've thought this for weeks, that they split these two games, and it's going just according to plan, where – yeah, since they said that they were playing hard, they didn't have their starting quarterback. They did play hard. They tried to win the game. They tried to get the conference championship game in their house. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think they pull out some – at the very least, they're getting a whole lot of points. So all that truly matters is that they're going to cover, and I think they possibly – I think they do win this outright, and I think Boise State ends up going to the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, I think this is one of those – this Cincinnati team I've been high on for quite some time, and going into this year – I thought they were going to give Ohio State a game. That's maybe when Ohio State really won me over was when they did to Cincinnati what they did because maybe I was unrealistically high on Cincinnati going into this year. You love yourself some Luke Fickle. I do. What? What's a Luke fair expectation Sandler, for what? his next job? Uh, mid-level. Like, is it a P.J. Flex situation five. from a couple years ago? Yeah, like, is it a I, Minnesota-tier Minnesota program? Exactly. So I, I don't think he's ready for the, the Florida State-ish type gigs of the world. And I don't really think he's right for necessarily uh, – Missouri might be right. I mean, Arkansas, no. 
but Boston College would have been an would be an interesting choice for him in that area. Uh, he'll he'll get a he'll get a Group of Five job next. Yeah, I I like the Missouri idea with him. I hadn't really associated him with that. I kept thinking Big Ten, Big Ten. Oh, it's got to be Big Ten. Maybe if that Michigan State job, if. Uh, Mark D'Antonio gets tired of getting his rear end kicked by Michigan and Penn State and Ohio State of the sort and wants to ride off into the sunset. Maybe that's a landing spot for him. I've only associated him really with the Big Ten. I like the idea of Missouri, though, because it's a guy with a lot of Midwest ties, recruiting recruiting ties there as well. So I'm curious to see what happens with him. But it's, it's one of those of I don't like Cincinnati to win this game necessarily. I thought that... I don't know. Thought more of a. They've been kind of playing with fire the last month or so. It's figure out a way to escape, 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 and they've done that. I think that catches up with them though a couple weeks in a row. I think that they lose this game against Memphis. Not to say it won't be. Competitive. Mike Norvell has never won a conference championship. Never won a bowl game. It's also a coach that, for as much love as his teams get, and they're fun offenses to watch. You're up for a curious number. Just go look at how penalized Memphis has been during his run there. It's one that uh, you'll be very surprised to see that they are one of the most penalized teams in college football over the last couple of years. Whose teams were always the most penalized teams? Urban Myers. No kidding. Yeah, I always guess it worked out okay for him for the most part. Yeah, I always kind of associate a team with a lot of penalties being undisciplined and not coached well, but you'd be surprised how many teams get penalized a whole lot. Okay, so... Let's just say this, for instance. Obviously, if Cincinnati wins that game and it's a two-loss Cincinnati team, they're not going to pass up Boise State and go to the Cotton Bowl. But if Memphis does win on their home turf, and it's the debate, Memphis or Boise State, who do you take in that one? To go to the Cotton yeah, Memphis Bowl. will end up getting. Remember, Memphis beat Ole Miss. Uh, they've beat Cincinnati Ooh. twice, and they're ranked high. I think Memphis gets the call. the The more interesting fight is what happens if Cincinnati wins, and what happens if Hawaii wins, and what happens? Shock of shocks, I'm wrong. And your beloved App State Mountaineers win. Do we get a Sun Belt in this thing for the first oh, time? Oh my! Yeah, that's one that hasn't really been discussed. But yes, like if that were to be the case, little old Appalachian State. God, I'm going to say little old ever over since South our Carolina and North Carolina, they got the two Group of Five wins. Yes, I mean it's it, it'd be the right. same kind of thing. Like I, I know they have the one loss, but it'd be the same kind of thing like that Western Michigan team a few years ago that wound up in the Cotton Bowl. It would be the very very similar resume to okay, maybe they're not marquee Power Five wins, but they're Power Five. wins wins nonetheless they own the state of North Carolina football wise and it'd be a compelling case I'm not betting on it to happen but I'm kind of rooting for it to happen because it'd be cool as hell to see Appalachian State to play in a cotton bowl even though they might get their brains beat in uh, you know, or they won't. And I hate these games because uh, it always goes against a team. It's like, oh, great. We got we got put to the kids table. We got to play this, you know, the, the group of five team. And then they don't really show up. And then either they lose or they play poorly. And everyone thinks that the group of five good and the power five teams just like, all right, we're not really showing up. And half our team is getting ready for the NFL. Uh, but, yes, it's a cute story. That's Pete Futek. I'm Nick Shepkowski. It's the College Football News Podcast. Make sure, if this is the first one of these, if you're listening to, that you go back and listen to some of our other previews that are out there. We went through and gave you our picks to win in terms of the point spread and to win straight up in the Big Ten, SEC, Big 12, Pac-12, ACC championships. Yeah, even the ones that you and I disagree on, I promise you one of us is correct on it. So the correct answer is out there, even in those cases that one of us is guaranteed to be wrong. He's Pete Futek. I'm Nick Shepkowski. If you're not already, 
go to iTunes, hit subscribe to the College Football News Podcast, and it will be your little treat each and every week all year long as we'll continue to do this. He's Pete Futek. I'm Nick Shepkowski. Thanks, as always, for listening to the College Football News Podcast, and enjoy Conference Championship Weekend.